Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, depending on where you are. This is Suzanne Knaber-Nicole from Police Science Doctor with the weekly broadcast about police science snippets. Now, police science snippets are three pieces of golden nuggets that I think would be useful to any law enforcement practitioner, anyone working in that field, that I've extracted from academic research articles, um, most of them quite recently published. So I hope that there's um, a bit of, um, of, of a definitely a bit of a useful contribution here that I can make to anyone who's working in the field who possibly doesn't have any access to academic research. But not only is it about the access, but it's also about the weeding that I do. So much academic research that is published is quite theoretical. It's very specific to any one area that might not be immediately of um, relevance to practitioners who are working on the front line, for example, or in investigations. And the ones that I speak about on these broadcasts and what I email out to the police science doctor email list every Tuesday, along with the links to the original research, are those that I think are practical practical and applicable in some way, uh, at least, or at least you can start thinking about them, considering and how, how you could integrate them into your work straight away. So that is what I do on a Tuesday. A police science doctor is basically the place where you can go if you want have research translated into something that is actionable and understandable and accessible. So I create videos, I do um, interviews with people who know what they're talking about, subject matter experts on a variety of things that concern law enforcement and investigations, for example. And um, I have these snippets and I've got the Police Science Doctor Academy, which is an online learning platform for law enforcement. And there's also been some live events taking place. If you go to the events page on policesciencedoctor.com, that's policesciencedr.com, you can see what the events were. They were on behavioral science in policing, investigative interviewing, and mental health in policing. So hopefully there'll be something of interest to you. So the snippets that I've extracted for you for this week are, first of all, sexual assault disclosure and PTSD, PTSD being post-traumatic stress disorder. So the snippet is as follows. Positive social reactions to assault disclosure predict greater perceived control over recovery and better coping, which in turn relates to symptoms of PTSD. Negative social reactions to disclosure were related to greatest PTSD symptoms. So this is talking about how a victim perceives the reactions of those people who, whom she discloses to or whom they disclose to. So somebody who's um, experienced sexual assault, if they go and disclose perhaps friend, first to friends and family or, or um, even the police, the reactions that, they, that the victim gets back from these people can determine the rate of PTSD. So if, if the victim gets very negative reactions, social reactions to disclosure of sexual assault, the um, risk of PTSD is actually increased. If they get positive reactions, they have a greater sense of control over the situation and their traumatic recovery will be better and their risk for developing full-blown full PTSD is actually reduced. So um, that's something to keep in mind, obviously, when you're dealing with victims of sexual assault or when you're speaking to um, loved ones who have, um, you know, who are in somebody's life who's, who's experienced that in terms of what you can say to them, that the reactions that you give in, um, in return for this disclosure is really, really impactful on the victim. Second snippet for this week, victim video statements and early guilty pleas. Using video recorded victim statements in domestic abuse cases rather than written statements 
increases the rate of early guilty pleas by the perpetrators. And that reduces the, likelihood, the likelihood of the case having to go to trial. Now, if we can avoid trials, that's obviously a good thing for the victim. It's less traumatic for the victim. It's less work for the criminal justice system and a lot less to pay and, you know, much, much smaller expense for the criminal justice system if we can avoid trial because perpetrators plead guilty and admit what they've done. And this is, um, the likelihood of this is increased if the police actually record on their body worn cameras a statement from the victim at the time they attend the scene rather than taking a written statement. So this is video statement versus written statement can really shorten the criminal justice process is what this snippet says. And the last one for this week is about memory blindness. When witnesses who have provided written statements and false, um, so they, they, they were interviewed by police that provide written statements. Okay. And then before it's spread back to them, so usually, you know, a, a, a statement will be typed up, um, you know, maybe corrected and whatever needs to be done. Then it goes back to the, to the witness to be, um, to be looked through and to be signed just to make sure this is, this is what I said. This is quite, this is accurate. Um, so if at this point the, um, some misinformation is introduced and the re victim reads that back, often they don't notice. Okay, so let me just read that again because I paraphrased here. So when witnesses have provided written statements and then false information is introduced into these statements, the majority of those witnesses will not detect the misinformation when presented with manipulated versions of their statements. And actually, the more time passes from the time they provided the statement to then, you know, getting uh, getting reacquainted with the content of that statement, the less likely they are to spot any misinformation. So this is really important. If you're the, the officer taking statements, make sure you don't, you don't put your own interpretations in there. Don't introduce anything that wasn't already there. Use the, you know, you, you know that you should be using the witness's words anyway. But just be aware of that, that the witness will come to believe that the false information that was introduced was actually generated by their own memory. Okay. So they, this memory blindness is their inability to distinguish what they provided to something that was introduced from the outside. So witness mem memory is very, is a very fragile matter. And, uh, this, um, this was just to make you aware of this and to make you aware of your role as the, um, statement taker, for example, or the interviewer. So I hope that you, um, you found these of use and, um, I look forward to speaking to you again next week and I wish you a good week until then. And you also get these snippets as a podcast. Everything that is published on the website, every video and every one of these snippets is there to podcast as well. You should find the podcast wherever you usually get your podcast. It's called the Police Science Doctor Will Podcast. You know, I really went over the top there with finding a creative name, um, but it has to be recognizable. So I hope you enjoy this and I'll see you next week. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts. Thank you.